Hi BCC and welcome to this series of daily podcasts. We hope that these messages created just for this week will inform you and encourage and support you each day as you participate in this our week of prayer and fasting. Every day will have a different focus and I pray that your life will be enriched and blessed by today's content. Hello, good morning everyone. It's Friday and it's our final day of our prayer and fasting week. We have had a tremendous week and it, uh, it's been brilliant. We've had many answers to prayer and many testimonies. I was at the uh, prayer meeting last night and we had uh, some great uh, praise reports from various people. There was somebody who was talking about they've been waiting for an operation for an aunt that's uh, finally come through that they've been waiting for for a few weeks. There was somebody who was talking about a financial gift that came in just at the right moment, just as they had a big bill coming up. And there was somebody else talking about how God has really blessed them over the last 18 months, um, actually since they uh, took a redundancy at work and wasn't sure what was going to happen. Uh, and now they're so busy, they've got loads of work on. So God has really been moving this week and obviously previously as well. And we know he's going to continue uh, to keep blessing us and uh, moving us forward in his kingdom. A little bit later, we're going to hear a testimony from um, a, a lady in the church who's had a real breakthrough uh, just this week. And uh, she's going to tell us all about that uh, through her testimony. But before then, um, uh, Pastor Mark is going to just go through today's theme with us. So here we are on our uh, final day of our week of prayer and fasting. It's Friday and we've had a brilliant, brilliant week so far. Um, and I, once again, I have Pastor Mark Wiltshire in the studio with me and he's just going to expand a little bit on today's corporate topic, which is on an expanding fellowship and community ministries. Uh, Pastor Mark, can you explain a little bit about what we're going to be praying for today? Great. Thanks, Adam. Well, we all know at BCC, if you're a regular attender of the church, then then you'll know that our maxim is prayer is where the power is, and we totally believe that. And this week, as people have sacrificed food to spend time with God, we know that prayers are being answered. They're being answered right now. We've already had some answers to prayer already, and we want to share those with the church. But as we move forward, we, we're just trusting God to continue to, to lead us uh, supernaturally by His Spirit. And this topic today, expanding fellowship and community ministries, again, it's right at the heart of our our call to the kingdom that we are here not to just stay comfortable but but to actually stretch ourselves into those areas that God wants us to grow so mm -hmm. expanding our our fellowship into all parts of ministry and society you know where where is the marketplace where are you based as a person in, in the life of the church are you at a college are you at school are you working in community are you in the city all these areas are important to us and we want to know how god can lead us and bring his kingdom presence into those locations and of course we've got a huge heritage of involvement with our community with the hope foundation and the work we do in night shelter and the feeding programs and again we want god to really uh, use those vehicles as a way of bringing kingdom truth to people's lives so that they are are brought into his kingdom knowing full well that they are saved and that they've got an eternity with him. So, so join with us in praying again today on this our final final day of prayer. And for those of you who've really stuck at the fast and been able to really make steps forward in that, we just appreciate your commitment and, and focus uh, and really look forward to a great finale tonight. So do join us this evening if you can. Otherwise, if you're 
We've got other things going on in the day. Just remember to, to take a few minutes out and pray on this topic with us. That's yeah. excellent. That's really, really good. So here we are at the uh, end of our prayer and fasting week. And I need to tell you something about me. Um, as we get through this week of fasting, I'm finding myself with a, a shortened temper. I don't know about you, but my level of tolerance, the longer I go without food, is diminishing. And you know, you think, or I think I'm doing this fast to take control of my body. And yet, as we go further into the week, my feelings more and more get the better of me. Uh, and then maybe this is just me. Maybe uh, you're not like this at all. Maybe you're responding to the fast with a perfect inner peace and a perfect tolerance. Maybe your halo is just getting brighter and brighter every day and your facial expression is one of consistent, pure contentment. Or maybe you're having your um, less beautiful moments, just like I am. I've been thinking about this, about the way that, you know, the lack of food um, is changing the way I behave towards, particularly my family and my children. And I'm thinking, okay, well, um, obviously I want to do better. I want to do better than that. Um, but I think as well, it's, it's okay. I mean, God, God knows me and God knows you. And we're told that he looks at the heart. Uh, we know that he knows completely our motivation for this fast. And he also knows that we are human. Now, God is definitely not the one making us fast. We know it's not a law. We know that we've made a choice and we do it in order to humble ourselves. And there's a great parable that Jesus tells, and we find it in uh, the Gospel of Luke in chapter 18, about two people who are approaching God in prayer. So this is Jesus telling the parable, and he says this. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He wouldn't even look up to heaven, but he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So that's Jesus, and he's explaining that the Pharisee, this religious elite, the teacher of the law, this man to whom um, all the people looked up to, he was doing these disciplines as a way of lifting himself up and exalting himself before God. He thought that doing these disciplines made him better than other people who didn't. But then the tax collector, um, Jesus tells us about the tax collector, is kind of the complete opposite to the Pharisee. He's a person who people would despise. And he wasn't doing these disciplines as far as we're aware, but he comes to God with a right understanding of who he is, a sinner who needs mercy. He knows he's messed up. He's the one who's going to go away singing the words of amazing grace. You know, I'm a wretch who's been saved. I was lost and I'm found. I was blind and now I see. And this tells us something about the disciplines. We know that the disciplines themselves are not wrong. Jesus actually, at other times, he confirms the importance of both fasting and tithing. Um, but they are not as important as our attitude and as our motivation for doing them. 
I want to read another passage from Scripture. It's from the Old Testament that really sums this idea up. And it's written by the prophet Isaiah. He's bringing a message, essentially from God, to all those who are fasting but totally missing the plot. So let me just read this. It's from Isaiah chapter 58, um, from verses 3 to 9. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed Yet, on the day of fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarrelling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. So God is bringing a message here through the prophet Isaiah. And we know that it's right to to humble ourselves in, in fasting. But God is saying, that's not the end game. That's not what it's all about. And I hope we've learned this week that fasting is an excellent discipline for us to do. But we, you know, we're not elevating ourselves as some kind of spiritual giant. We're humbling ourselves. We're putting God in his proper place. Um, and we don't want to fast but miss what's really on the Lord's heart, which is things like bringing justice, bringing freedom, sharing food, bringing shelter. And when we do these things, we know that uh, in, the, in Matthew it says that when we do these for the least of people, we're actually doing it for God. So we're, we're bringing ourselves low, we're putting God in his right place, but we're not forgetting all these things that's on God's heart. And really, as we fast, as we discipline ourselves, as we get God's will on, on our lives and on the situations that we're in, then we should see people who are oppressed free and the people who are in chains released from bondage. That's what we're really looking for. And as we've come to the end of this week of prayer and fasting, this is the last message for this week, let's take that away with us and let's put all, the, all of these God thoughts into an action, into seeing uh, kingdom results. And then hopefully we will see the response that we read from verse 18. I think I'm just going to read that again. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. Well, that's it for this message for today. We're going to take a short break now, and then we're going to come back again with a great testimony from somebody who's had a real breakthrough just in this week uh, through fasting. We're told in the book of Ephesians that Jesus wants us to be equipped for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up, reach unity, maturity and the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We also know that we're called to be disciples. 
In order to be a successful disciple of Jesus, we need to further our understanding of Scripture, gain insight into essential Christian doctrine, and improve our daily walk as a follower of Jesus. This is Dedicated Devotion to God. Beginning on Sunday the 11th of October, BCC is hosting an Essentials course. This is a great course designed to equip all believers with a solid understanding of foundational Christian principles. This is Activating Spiritual Disciplines. During this course, held over four Sunday evenings, we'll be studying topics such as how to really make Jesus Lord of your life, how to turn away from old habits, how to grow in your faith and more. This is Disciples Reproducing Disciples. Find out more or book your place on this course now by going to bccweb.com forward slash equip. Well, good morning, Rachel. Good morning. Uh, it's early Friday morning here and uh, you've come into the studio. That's brilliant. And we've chucked Adam out for a few moments so that we yeah. can have a chat and um, hear about how your week's been going. Um, and I gather you've been fasting in a different way. Yeah, fasting in a different way. Um, I decided it probably wasn't a good idea to stop eating. Um, but I did decide to give up caffeine and all the drinks that mm. I love for the drink that I struggle to stomach, which is water. Um, so I'm just on water at the moment and it's going okay. Okay, and you're working your way through that big jug of water that <laughs> I just, just gave you. Lucky girl. And have you been fasting for anything in particular this week? Something been on your heart, on your mind? Um, I feel like I've been under a bit of a cloud at the, um, recently. Um, I just feel like I needed just breakthrough. I needed mm. revelation of God's love and Him directing my path mm. again. Yeah. So. And um, I gather that things started moving even on Sunday night. Yes, well I was at the earthquake meeting which is my favourite of all church events um, and I went up for prayer um, I was feeling a bit vulnerable and Steph prayed for me and the word she gave me was that I needed to trust God and expect him to turn a corner in my life yeah. so I went home thinking along those lines so within an hour of being home from earthquake, I received a text from someone different to say, be strong, brave and have faith. It's all mapped out for you. It's just not time for you to see it yet. Mm -hmm. So I felt like that was confirmation that yeah. there's a corner and I can't see around the corner. And the two messages I had that night um, tied in nicely together. Mm. Anyway, so I carried on with my week, drinking water, spending intentional time with God expecting breakthrough so I knew that I had an impending job interview for a deputy role um, preschool role in Orpington mm -hmm. um, I was feeling a little bit daunted by the whole by the whole thing um, so I asked God to give me a sign um, that this is definitely what I'm meant to be doing um, within five minutes of praying that um, I met a, bumped into a lady who I'd met once before few weeks previous mm. never seen her there before um, and she said to me I've been praying for you this morning Rachel and God's wow. in God's in this he's in this job and all things work together so I felt like I had my I had my sign within five minutes mm. um, well on Tuesday night I spent a bit of time with Norman my landlord 
um, because he has a prophetic gift. Um, and he sensed that God was reconnecting me to God's greater power mm. and that life, um, there was going to be a flow in my life and um, that I should expect great things. Um, so then Wednesday, the morning of the interview, I mm -hmm. woke up feeling quite refreshed and determined. Great. Went for the interview Wednesday afternoon and was offered the job on the spot. Wow. So that God is, is good. Fabulous. Of course he is. I have demanded a lot this week from him <laughs> and he hasn't failed to respond. And yes, so great, isn't it, that all these people uh, from the body of believers who yeah. have spoken into your situation, yeah. it's all been confirmed and everyone yeah. using their spiritual gifts. Definitely. That is fantastic. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. Have a brilliant day. And you. And so here we are at the end of our week of prayer and fasting. Um, I've really, really enjoyed putting together these daily podcasts. And just like we've done every other day, we're going to close in prayer um, to encourage you and support you uh, today. And I'm wondering, Pastor Mark, if you would mind doing that for us. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Thanks, Adam. Um, let's just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for everything you give to us. We thank you as a church, as a community, a family of believers here in Bromley. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed so many of us. And, and Lord, we see your hand of blessing continually on, on our lives. Lord, we pray that as we have come before you this week in prayer and fasting, that, the Lord, those things that we've prayed for and prayed into, God, that we will see answers come soon and quickly. We pray, Lord, that you strengthen our faith. We pray, Father, that you would give us the courage to press forward and to hold a strong testimony. And Lord, finally, I just want to pray a blessing on every single family, Lord, that's involved at BCC. For every person that's come down to pray in the evenings, Lord, we pray that you would bless every one of them and that they would see the fruit of that blessing over these coming weeks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So that's it. We're all done. That's the last message from the last podcast. Have a fantastic day today and a great weekend. Don't forget the prayer meeting tonight, 8 o'clock. It's going to be a, a great time together. Um, if, uh, apart from that, I'll see you all on Sunday. And just one final thing to say, go England tomorrow night against Australia. Come on. Thank you very much. Bye.